You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. Makes me feel like a dirty creep, but I'm having a good time. You are a dirty creep. I am a dirty creep. You're with me. I wouldn't be with anyone else. Greetings, dudes. Welcome back to This Week in Gaming, the podcast where we talk to you about whatever we feel like talking about. It's probably going to be games this week because Morgan's back here with us. I'm Proxy. <laughs> I'm Sarah. And I forgot who I was going to say. Oh, no! <laughs> you said my name, so it screwed me up. Shit, I'm sorry. That's fine. I hate you anyway. <laughs> Good. Such love And everything is studio. back on track. Everything's back on track. I'm uh, 100%. Well, not 100%, but... Speaking of hundreds... Yeah. We are on episode one freaking hundred. Don't break the secret. They're supposed to hear when I say for posterity. Oh, okay. Shut up. For, sh- forget that I said that. Put it, put it in, shut, in. Shut the hell in, up. Post. Shut, nope. Shut up. Sh- okay. Shut the hell up. Shut the hell up. Shut up. That's my favorite vine. Lana. 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 What? Danger zone. <laughs> oh my god! Look at the spike on that. <laughs> it's just flat. <laughs> That's how we're gonna have to start. The, like we're gonna put uh, from episode one hundred on is just gonna be like Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. What? Gaming zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's how we introduce the show. So anyway, <laughs> welcome back, everyone. Um, as per usual, Morgan, what have you been playing this week? I know at least one thing you've been playing, and I'm super interested, but we'll get there. Yeah. Solitaire? Yes. Bitch. Actually, no, I haven't played Solitaire in months. No. Um, Did you get the Blue Bicycle Deck DLC? Of course. Duh. It's only $15.99. Yeah, I know. <laughs> For a and month. I had $14.99 in my bank account. Now I'm withdrawn. Ooh. Withdrawn? Overdrawn. I'm withdrawn from life. <laughs> I'm withdrawn so from sad. society. Yeah. I'm a bit too busy with Solitaire. It's the trans life. It's transgender. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Oh, no. Is that really a transgender? Is that a term? Yeah, the transgender. <gasps> How has this not been in my life? <laughs> fuck, it's so good. Well, hang out with me more and you'll have it in your life, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Called out. I'm going to go sob way. in a corner. You go ahead and tell the world what you've been playing. So the uh, the last two weeks, I guess I'll focus yeah. on since I was gone last And it was week. largely the same thing for, for both weeks. Yeah, so <laughs> I played Resident Evil 2. Um, Hell yeah. The remaster. And I accidentally beat the game on Leon's story. <laughs> Literally accidentally. I didn't, like, know, I didn't know it was the end because I forgot how it ended. Uh, I forgot how like Leon's story ends. And then it was like, roll credits. Yeah. This is your score. I beat it in five hours and 45 minutes total. Yeah. On assistant. Like I wanted the storyline. Was it Horizon Zero Dawn you accidentally beat? Yeah. <laughs> I Whoops. accidentally beat a lot of games. Sarah accidentally beats... Horizon at least once a month. <laughs> Shut up. Which I you should that. know where the end is by now. Jesus. I know. You should if I'm, you're actually paying attention. I'm a girl. I can't play video games. Uh, <laughs> Obviously, you but don't it was, know games. It was literally like, uh, I felt like you were speedrunning a little bit because a lot of the people that I see on YouTube who are playing it are like, they're doing these two hour long videos and they've got six or seven of them. Yeah. So it's like, okay, they're taking five, six eight hours well, to see, play the game how did you beat it in five hours that's the great thing about watching penny play um uh snap cube on youtube 
um, she's playing Resident Evil 2 without ever playing a Resident Evil game. But now I'm seeing all the shit I missed so I can go through yeah. again and be like, oh, here it is. Here's this. Yeah. Here's that. Because she's trying to do a really good job. And we literally, she found the, you know, it's a Resident Evil game. So there's like themed keys for every fucking door. And you beat the game without ever finding two, the last key. two of the keys, I think. No, the last just, key. Just the heart key. And she found the heart key. And we were like, oh, the heart key. This is where it is. It's like there's whole sections of the game that you just like blew through. I, I might just have to go back through and play Leon again. Yeah. So I can get Leon's like perfect game. Do it. Because like. Watching a Claire alongside watching you play as Leon, I noticed the differences. Like, there's parts yeah. of the game that, like, well, like Leon Claire can't has even the kid, and Leon yeah. is just a stupid Le- boy. Actually, Mister X, big scary guy, he only is chasing Claire in the police station. I think. Yeah, I remember reading that he isn't even with Claire in the end of the game. Yeah, he just follows Leon. Yeah, which time wise makes a lot of sense. But yeah, so it's like, damn. This, so, they did did such a good fucking job with Resident Evil Two. So I played Resident Evil Two and actually beat it. Uh, I played some Anthem. I took a little bit of a break off of it, even after three days, because it's an MMO. It, it's go here, go here, go here, shoot, go here, go here, go here, shoot, fly, 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 shoot, 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 done. All like ten minute missions. So like whatever. Did that for a little bit. Um, I actually played, um, Jump Force for the second time since I bought it <laughs> for like three minutes. Solid. Solid. A solid three minutes too. That good. Um. Who'd you play as? My own character. My. Okay. Creative character. Your OC? Yeah, my OC. Because you got to unlock all the enemies. first OC. <laughs> I, I mean, I did have Ichigo and, um, Deku as my support characters so um i'm trying to think of what else i played ex- until last night i feel like that was it because i was also yeah. sick so i wasn't like did you hop any subnautica this week oh yeah i played subnautica two when... three nights ago yeah when you were streaming <laughs> i noticed i saw i started the stream and it was Boop, Morgan's playing Subnautica, and I'm like, of course she is. Yeah, I because I put on the stream on the big TV, and then like maybe five minutes in, she's always like, it's a hard Subnautica game not well, to want to get into. Too, Annabelle gave me advice on how to fix my um my habitat, because yep. I had flooded it, and I'm like, how the fuck do I unflood? And she's like, oh, just go fix the hole in the wall. I was like, obviously. <laughs> Logical, thanks. Whoa. <laughs> I will say, we are at the same place but so far apart at the same time. You and I? Yeah. Okay. So like you have the Cyclops. I feel like Annabelle runs the game at this point. She does. Because <laughs> half the time I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And she's like, okay, well, here's your step well, by step. Because she's me when I'm not available. <laughs> she's the navigator. Yeah. But like you have the Cyclops. My Seamoth can go to 900 meters. Yeah, you know, fucking John messaged a, me earlier, and his Seamoth can now go to 900 meters. Yeah, and I was I, like, meanwhile, my fucking prawn can go up to 1,300. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even have the prawn yet. Like, I, I don't have the full specs for the prawn. I'm trying to be a prawn star. I, I know you are. <laughs> You're the best prawn star there is. Thank you. Um, but. Uh, uh, nice. Who knows? But, no, I, I played that and harvested and then. I noped out of it. Not because there was a note fish, but just because I was noping. Um, Although there was one of those big noodly scary guys. Yeah. Hit mm. my semen. I was like, them. what the fuck is this? 
It's very scary. I was very out far in a. Now that you've you've got some time now in the game, in your opinion, because I feel like this is Subnautica has provided me with everything I wanted out of No Man's Sky on one planet. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's everything I wanted out of an open exploration with a little loose storyline. Right, exactly. Going on. It has that storyline which kind of still keeps it you. Drives in. you so you don't get too like. Oh, well, I guess I'll just but build more things. I will things. say with the storyline, my storyline hasn't continued since the ship blew up. Ah. Which I think is you need to get like the Cyclops and all this other shit first in order for story to progress. Because like I've gone inside the alien ship and all that bullshit and I've yeah. gotten the port. Actually, I lost the alien island again. So I haven't even opened up the warp gates. Piss me off. <laughs> I just opened those up and I don't know if I like them. I do, because it's it's an easy way to travel between both islands. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. See, the problem is I get lost around the islands. Do. do you? Frequently. Really? Do you? This is why I play the game, so I don't yell at the TV. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Legit, I'll, I'll, I'll start blame you at all. She gets I'll so start stressed watching out. You, and like last time you were on the island going between the warp gates, and I'm like, no, go through. Go through the warp gate. There's nothing else in the other side. Go, go, go up. It's like watching regular people play. Regular people watch football, and they've never played a sport in their life, but they're still like, go, the, go. The difference is we have a key to his house. If oh, I God. really wanted to, I could come down, whack him upside the head, we, and just leave. We need to see because one of Zanke's friends has uh, knows how to make it multiplayer, so you can play with other people. Yeah. Oh. Um, I'm waiting until we're done with the full story first, just in case it like breaks a save or something. Right. Yeah. But I was like, that'd be super fun though to get a few people together to actually like play together. Make right a in little, Subnautica. Make a little community. That'd be so cute. Yeah. But yeah, no, I played that. Blah, 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 blah. And then last night I picked up Devil May Cry 5. Devil May Cry 5. Oh, my God. Devil May 5. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I picked that up and I've been playing that. I played a couple hours so far and it's really good. I liked that on on the main menu when you started it up, it was like, here's a movie explaining the story of the last four games. Yeah, they have a, a, a... Pretty much a documentary that's the history of Devil May Cry Which thus is far. Really sick. I love it. Yeah. I love it already. But um yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Nero's one armed and he has different arms he can put on said stumpy arm. And they have different abilities. And there's a few support characters that you can play as, and I'm still waiting till I can play as Dante. Oh my god, the dream. But yeah. I still wonder if um Ninja Theory is going to make a second DMC. It was a de- another developer. Oh we yeah, were just ask- we were just trying to remember if it was another developer that made DMC. Yeah, yeah, because we were yeah, talking. It was- Capcom gave them the license, but Ninja Theory developed the game. Right, because we were talking about the music, and uh, Morgan doesn't like the music in Devil May Cry. Yeah, that's- is is much quieter than it should be. Yeah, so you know, like DMC, it's just it's fucking heavy all through the game. The one Ninja Theory made. Yeah, yeah, it's heavy throughout the game. It's so loud. Devil May Cry Five. It's like. Even during battles and all that shit, you can hear that it's like it's a more metal beat and all that stuff, but it's still just low enough. It's so weird. Like, I know. Is it hard to get into the music? Like, no. Like volume wise, I mean, because like with with DMC, I find that I'm just I'll be sitting there like fucking. Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing is volume wise. Like I have it maxed out. Everything's at 100 percent. Like, I'm sure if I screw around a little bit more and like turn down my sound effects and like 
my ambient noise, but it's just, it's not DMC. Yeah. Because, you know, DMC is Comic Christ. Yeah. Comic like, Christ and the other artist who I can't remember. That other one there. FDM? I don't remember. I'm going to look it up real quick. Yeah. Either <laughs> way. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, like that's the, I think so far that's the one place where it falls short. I'm actually, I'm trying to like turn a new leaf and follow the storylines of new games that I get. Yeah. And the storyline so far is pretty decent. I don't want to give any spoilers away, so I'm not. That would be fair since it just came out today. Well, that and like, <laughs> it starts off so like, if you even start explaining the beginning of the game, it's just gone. Oh. You lose so much of, of time that you could have made learning about the story. Mm-hmm. So weird. But yeah, no, that's that's literally all I've been playing. Yeah, because you spent a good few days Sleeping. on. Uh, oh, yeah. Getting over your cold and then playing Resident Evil, which I'm really excited for you to get back into again. Yeah, because I really like it. I'm having a, I, I there's something that I really like about these like post 2016 Resident Evils, these new ones. Oh, they're pretty. They're pretty and they seem to run really well. And like you like watching me play because noisia. I talk to myself. No- noisia? Noisia? Noisia. Noisia. They were the other one. It was Combat Christ and them that did the soundtrack. Noisia. Noisia. But you you like to watch me play games because I talk to myself. Yes. Well, if I I'd think like, you it's, stupid it's fun because it's an experience for both of us. Like, um, <laughs> like every time you rounded a corner and Mr. X was oh very. Oh, my God. You played X going to give it to you the first time. <laughs> Yeah, it made me I'm so, so proud to know you. <laughs> I rounded the corner. He what? fucking wails me right across the head. He throws me. I it scream. Was, it was and then so all funny. of a sudden behind me, because Sarah's sitting on the couch. I'm sitting in my gaming chair. Sarah just starts. <laughs> I hear X going to give it to you. Start playing. I'm like, you fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, oh. He appeared and I was like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? Really quickly trying to find one that was just the music without like a weird intro that like some people do like uh, a minute long of like, this is a DMX lyrics video. Like, fuck off. Get out of here. Or they got like the overly loud dubstep with their wavy, wobbly (sighs) name logo that just keeps bouncing around the screen for way too long. I hate it. Because no one understands that a fucking Sizzler needs to be less than fucking three seconds. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. No, go off, please. Go off, sis. (laughs) Oh, anyway. We also played on Puyo Puyo Tetris together. We did. We don't play games together very often. Like, actually. Playing with each other. Yeah. Game wise. But (laughs) I I bought um, Puyo Puyo Tetris on the eShop because fucking no GameStop around has it. So I was like, eh, whatever, I'll just buy it digitally. And I'm not good at Poyo Poyo and I'm not good at Tetris, but I'm having a great time. That's a really fun, like, party game because I think up to four people can play. Yeah. Hmm. So it's like, everybody just come to my house, we'll play on the big TV, yeah, and we'll hate each other. <laughs> Step one, get drunk. Step two, <laughs> Poyo Poyo. <laughs> Step three, cry. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, Poyo me another. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. You're getting a pun for that. Oh God! With no context. Gotta find the phone. Everybody listening to this tomorrow, you're gonna you're gonna know what this pun is for. If you're listening to this and you saw the pun pop up in the Discord server, that's why. Yeah. I'll let you know what time it is. Give me one second. (laughs) It's almost nine. Approximately eight fifty nine. Eight fifty eight. Pun. (laughs) There you go. This is so meta. 
Okay, uh, that, that's literally it. That's okay. That's it. Okay. Sarah, what have you been playing? I obviously we played a little bit of Poyo Poyo, and I've been like going back to it uh, every now and then, trying to get better. I'm never going to be good at Poyo, but I'm getting better at Tetris. I don't panic as much because I'm confident in the controls. But, like, I've never been good at it because I see a block and I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, it's not going to work. Oh, I'm... and as soon as you make one mistake in Tetris, it's over. Everything's screwed up. Everything's screwed up. It's like so when you lose like, your rhythm in Guitar Hero. Yeah, it's and it's like very st- stressful to me because video games are fun. Uh, so I'm getting a little bit better at Tetris, but whatever. And I like that in Puyo Puyo Tetris, there's a storyline, which I didn't anticipate, but it's fun. And you unlock different colors of Tetris pieces and Puyos by getting further in the story. So that's like my inspiration to like actually beat the story so I can have better like textured Tetris pieces. Tetraminos, I think. The Tetraminos, yeah. Te- Tetraminos. It depends on where you put the emphasis. Yeah, on right, the syllable. On the right syllable. Oh, fucking. <laughs> uh, so we play, played this that. This is Peter Spiderman. I've been going back to Mario Kart a little bit because every year for Extra Life, you and I, and whoever else is here at fucking 10 in the morning, start with Mario Kart. Like, we'll start with Amiibo Crossing, then we go to Mario Kart. And I'm always the worst one. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay being the worst at Mario Kart because everybody else isn't okay at being the worst. I'm so glad you brought that up. I, I Remind know me in a little yeah, while. Go yeah. um, so I'm okay with being the worst, but I'd like to be a little bit better. So I've been practicing. Um and I'm, I am getting better, but like as soon as I go above 150 cc, it's fucking mayhem. I'd like to be better than that. Uh, I played more Honey Pop. Nice, nice, I, nice, nice. Not more Honey Pop. You've just been playing Honey Pop. <laughs> I, I think last week I had slept with two of the girls. Now I have slept with most of them. I think I only have two left of the the default girls that you get. And then there's a certain thing you have to do to unlock an alien girl who's a cat girl. I think. I think they're the alien same. Alien cat girls. I think she's just an alien who is a cat girl. I don't think there's a cat girl and an alien girl. But there's a very specific set of events that have to happen. And I don't think I'm going to get to it. But I finally figured out how to play the game. So that's good. Only took me like a week. Makes me feel like a dirty creep. But I'm having a good time. You are a dirty creep. I am a dirty creep. You're with me. I wouldn't be with anyone else. Duh. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, I think that's all I've played. I think. Whoa. Yeah. It was a weird week hmm. of like a lot of honey pop and then a lot of just like watching weird shit on Netflix. So not much brain power to like play games other than maybe Tetris or Mario Kart. Now it's your turn. Oh, boy. (laughs) My turn. I'm going to start with Mario Kart. Yeah. Because what a story. For those that have no back context to this, last November, November of 2018 for Extra Life, we were in here finishing up Journey, having the most wholesome gaming experience of our life. Yeah. And from the other room, I hear screaming. (laughs) It was so intense. And I went, what is going on? So I go out after we're done the stream. We've closed everything up. We've said goodbye. Shout out to Montecoricus for being the most wholesome person I've potentially ever played Journey with. Hell yeah. At random. And go out in the living room. Corey goes, I have been playing Baby Track for hours to get the time trial record time down as low as I could. And this is on your Mario Kart. On my (laughs) Mario Kart 8. On my Wii U. Yes. 
he had gotten the track time down to a minute 23. Hands me the controller, says, now it's your turn. I'm going to get food. <laughs> Within the time it took him to walk and get food and come back, I had knocked it down to a minute 22. So he goes, you bitch. <laughs> Plays again, knocks it to a minute 21. So then I played it, knocked it to a minute 19. So then he plays and knocks it down to a minute 18. <laughs> I knock it to a minute 17. He knocks it to a minute 16. And there it stays for yeah. quite a while. Yeah. Until I eventually played it so goddamn much. And I looked up some world record runs and tried to gain tactics based on watching people. Mm -hmm. And from there, that sound is food arriving. Pizza's here. Um <laughs> So I use some of those tactics because our thing was like we can use different characters, but we use the same car build in order to beat the time. Right. So in order to call my time good, I first have to use Corey's exact car build to beat his time. And then I can beat my own time with whatever build I want. Mm -hmm. So I beat Corey's time, got it down to about a minute 15.2 and then changed the build up of the car and did a minute 14.8. God. The world record time for this track is a minute and two seconds. How the fuck? It's a whole bunch of jump slides. And it's, oh. it's, I don't understand how it works. Like, I understand the idea of when people like bunny hop and quake. Yeah. Or strafe jumping and quake. Bunny hopping backwards in portal. Like, right. I understand speed run tactics, but every time I try to do it, I'm doing something wrong. <laughs> so, I get it down to a minute 14.8. Despite everything Corey has tried to do, has not been able to beat that time. Yeah. Last week, doesn't he text me while I'm at work? Because he, he texted me beginning of the week and goes, hey, what was your time on baby track? So I took a picture of the screen and sent it to him because I told him minute 14.8. And he's like, I don't believe you. And that's a really <laughs> low time. So I took a picture and I sent it to him. And I'm like, here you go. I'm at work and he texts me and he says, hey, check your Instagram. Oh, no. So I checked my Instagram a minute 14.3. And I was like, and what did you promise Satan in return? <laughs> <sighs> so we went up to visit him last weekend, yeah. Sunday. And that wasn't the whole intent of going there to beat him at Mario Kart. I mean, it was. wasn't it? We we went, we hung out. <laughs> uh, we went to the diner. We came back. We're hanging around Corey's apartment. And I was like, oh, do you guys have YouTube? I wanted to show them the new Pokemon trailer Yeah. Uh, for Detective Pikachu. And so that ended up turning the switch on. And then Corey's like, oh, you got to try and beat my time in Mario Kart. So he puts the whole thing together. We raced each other a little bit for a while. And I did pretty good at that um, because we were racing on tracks that weren't baby track. Yeah. So like I know most of the tracks pretty well. Yeah. So then he puts the controller together and he hands it to me. <sighs> I spent a half an hour in rage and frustration. <laughs> the first <laughs> lap I got on, I was beating his ghost six out of seven laps. And the last lap, you just see baby Luigi <laughs> right around Aww. the freaking last corner and mushroomed his way to the end. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I must have had like a minute 14.5 on my first attempt. Uh. And I was like, God, no. So after a half an hour of playing and he was he just kept sitting there harassing me the whole time because that's what siblings do. Mm hmm. Um, I knocked his time down to a minute 13.8. Oh my God. And I remember <laughs> I, I gently booped the controller at him cause he was on the couch with Lou and I was like, you can stop playing now. <laughs> <laughs> You're such an asshole. That's what brothers are for. He oh was like God. on my own system. 
<laughs> yeah, betrayed. <laughs> Lou was yeah. like, well, I know what that you're was doing. One of the re- that was literally one of the reasons why I bought him the Switch for Christmas this year. Yeah. Why yeah. I wanted to get him the Switch. Because he's going to get fucking nasty at that game. Yeah. Yeah. And just, then come just, down to just, Extra Life and waste everyone. Just for your fucking sibling rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> sibling rivalry continues because I played a little bit of Mario Kart this weekend and won. And now I'm afraid if he beats my time that I won't be able to do any better. I, like, I, I mean, you, you, it was short really, of learning the trick to bunny hopping. It was really uh, hard for you guys to beat each other at a minute 23 and a minute 22. Yeah. And now you're down 10 seconds from that. Yep. I feel like you can only improve from here. And the thing is, I'm the type of person, if I learn how to bunny hop well, I will teach him how to bunny hop so it's an even playing field. Yeah. Okay, so you'll have to show me the build and I'll have to wreck both of you. Oh, please do. Please get in on this. <laughs> then you got to take a screenshot with the fucking flipping it off <laughs> and send it to him. Oh, shit. So Mario Kart, one of the few games I've played this week. Yep. Subnautica for the stream. Yep. Uh, I keep getting lost despite having a Pathfinder because it, Pathfinders are only good if you listen to them. It's amazing how You're that really works. Bad at that fucking do you shit. also turn on your GPS and then just chuck it out the window? <laughs> I do often, <laughs> yes. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure my skull is probably thicker than the uh, supporting walls of my the knot right now. <laughs> oh my god! Which is what we named our um, cyclops, the yeah. knot. Yeah. And now we have a beacon down in the area we're supposed to be going to called Not Me Daddy. So that way I know where to pilot the knot to because it's yeah. a specific way I have to go to not get it stuck. Al laughed like a fucking infant when we made all the not jokes, <laughs> and it was so good. Oh, it was so geez. good. And uh, children, oh, exactly. And of course, this last weekend I couldn't go an entire weekend without playing League of Legends. Yeah. Uh, I once again, I'm a trash person who spent real money on League of Legends again. Again. Uh, well, I needed a different player icon. No, you don't. <laughs> and also, Nasus needed a color, a chroma change to his skin. No, he didn't. He d- <laughs> Absolutely did, and now he looks fantastic. You're gonna say something like that again next week, <laughs> probably. So, so I spent another three ninety nine. So I spent more money, guys. I cleared out my four hundred one k. But uh, yeah, so we were playing that because I've been playing Nasus wrong. Oh. So I learned. I watched a tutorial on how to play Nasus. So he changed colors. Better. Now he plays Nasus perfect. It's true. It's like when you get new shoes and you run faster. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. Um. So now I'm just working on practicing my stacks because like Nasus has an ability that if you get the last hit on something will with that ability, it'll stack more damage oh. and that stacks infinitely. So it's like midway through the game, you could potentially hit some when I was watching give a tutorial on how to play Nasus was like, so about this point of the game, you should have like 600 stacks and you can four shot any other hero. Holy and I'm shit. like, dude, I have barely made it past 50. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I realized I was using the ability wrong. Yeah. So we played a game. I played a test game with uh, Al and I and just to practice my stacks. And I got up to about 200 and I was like, I am wrecking shop right now. And I love it. I need to get used to that, though. So sick. So that was fun. That was my little bit of League of Legends experience for the week. Uh, and I spent a good portion of my week watching um, Neko the Sergal play Changed because I have changed. Mm-hmm. But. The puzzles in that game are like crazy. Really? Yeah. Like they're very specific hmm. the way that they need to be done. The way and he had to look up several walkthroughs. <laughs> oh my god. It's you know, like you you're playing the game and it's like there's a campfire around here somewhere. And you're like, fucking where is it? <laughs> uh but anyway. A furry game shouldn't I, be that hard. No. Furry game should make you that hard. Yes. Um, but no, I 
my God, it's such a like, despite the poor translation, he did a really good job of live translating as best he could, mm-hmm. except for some sentences that were so broken. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that aside, the story is so good. And I now understand why everyone loves Puro so much. Ow. Uh, so I highly recommend watching his series if you haven't um, or if you want to see the game played at all. I'll probably be streaming it, but yeah, you can save yourself a lot of time just watching Neko play it. Um, so yeah. you don't get and lost then, in the puzzles. Say, oh God, <laughs> is that I have be a rough a idea. I'm ha- gonna have to come down here and help you with the fucking puzzles. Yes. I don't know. Maybe either that or you'll get frustrated at them because they make no fucking sense. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to come down and help you with the puzzles, <laughs> and then it's gonna turn you into a furry. No. <laughs> I like how you both looked at me like, "Yeah, we'll see." <laughs> it's infectious. It's horribly infectious. Yeah, it's like the plague spread by furry it's things. The pathogen. Pathogen. And that is basically how the the game goes. It's transforming into a furry. Anyway, all that aside. Yeah. Um, I think that's actually all I've played this week. Yep. It's been one of them times. It has. I've got other games I want to play, but I just haven't. It's uh, last weekend really threw me off with like I had so much to do on Saturday and then we spent Sunday going up and me destroying Corey's time in Mario Kart. Yeah. So like I didn't play a lot of games last weekend. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hopefully play a lot more games this weekend. We'll see how that goes. It's about quality, not quantity. Correct. So league. (laughs) No. So much league. No. Uh, I said quality. With that being said, uh, let me drop you guys over to some games that are coming at you next week. Uh, You did pun the wrong chat, but that's fine. It still counts. I know it does. Um, Oh, my God. Games coming at you next week. Tuesday, March 12th. You'll have the Caligula effect over overdose or overdose. Oh, overdose. I'm sorry. I I can't spell. Or if you're dyslexic like myself, it's the cunnilingus (laughs) effect overdoes it. Uh, (laughs) PS4, PC, and Switch. It's a very adult game. Um, And then Friday, March 15th, The Division 2 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. And One Piece, World Seeker for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Yeah. Uh, And then we've got Xbox Game Pass for March. More stuff. Uh, Available now, Just Cause 4. And available as of March 14th, F1 2018, and Fallout a lot yeah. of four is going on. Yeah, they uh, Fallout Four is taken off right around when One Seventy Six is coming out, and I guess oh, they probably okay, okay. realized like, oh shit, that people want to actually play a good game. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was gonna play was because I followed your tutorial on how to fix Fallout Three launching Everybody Windows did 10, this week, and I was gonna play it, but then I just didn't. Yeah. Because I would, I know as soon as I launch Fallout Three, I'm gone for a month. Oh yeah. If anybody else is out there in the world and you are trying to run Fallout 3 on Windows 10 and you can't figure it out, just hit me up because I have two um, Steam pages. I only need one of them. Yeah, I wasn't sure because Aaron. I got to like step two of five and I was like, oh, hey, it works. Yeah, I, Aaron had asked me and I, was, I read through it and I was like, off the top of my head, I don't know because I did this years ago, but I'm pretty sure that this should work. But if not, here you go. So I just have two articles from Steam that will get the job done. So. It sure did. So happy about that. Yeah. That being said, we're going to take a brief break and we'll be right back at you with some gaming news. Sometimes when I'm bored, I like to cover myself in Vaseline and pretend I'm a slug. (laughs) Do you love listening to This Week in Gaming? Do you want to see the crew start live streaming on Twitch again? How about geeky unboxing videos? Do you like those? And do you love hearing your name at the end of things you love? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you may suffer from Yaduditis. 
Thankfully, there is a cure. Talk to your wallet about Yadude Patreon. Patreon is a platform that allows people who love things to help directly support those things they love to keep them running. We have many different prescription strengths, or reward tiers, to choose from, and they start as low as $1 per month. Don't suffer from Yaduditis for another day. Head over to patreon.com backslash yadude and become a driving force behind the future of WYDG. Side effects may include becoming awesome, feeling connected, sense of community, a renewed love of gaming, and the knowledge that you're helping make our dreams a reality. Do not use Patreon if you are under the influence of alcohol. We are not responsible for any misplaced decimals in your pledge. That's patreon.com backslash yadude. Pledge today. And welcome back. I'm going to throw it over to Morgan for posterity and things. So hopefully you weren't listening to the beginning section, but for what beginning pos- section. Yeah, exactly. What one? Uh, for posterity, this is This Week in Gaming, episode number 100. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we are recording this on Friday, March 8th. This will hit your earballs on Saturday, March 9th. Yep. It's crazy. Your child has made it to 100 fucking episodes. Longer than any of my other children. <laughs> oh my That's God. 100 weeks. Sure is. Uh, um, I do know Proxy wants to. Yes. Before we jump into before we jump into some of the news here, um, just last year we started hosting through Podbean, and we've got a lot of people that have followed us. And I wanted to give a shout out. I don't have like the stats and everything for every platform that we've been ported to, and of course Apple's iTunes reviews are still broken. Yep. So, but I wanted to give a thanks to the people who are following us on Podbean because. I'm sure many of you actually made a Podbean account just to follow us. So I appreciate that. So shout out to Elated Sacrifice, Sarah. I know that's, that's you, but um, Millen3113. Yeah, dude, that's us. Uh, Coffee Moose 10. That's you, Jamie. Zachary2994. Saxo Kid Gibson. ESPN1021313348673. Bless you. Definitely not a bot account. Static Crowbar, EQ High Def, My World Scares Me, Freehouse 777. I'm sorry, but I'm going to butcher your name because I'm terrible with accents, but I think it's um, Genequinta, Gen, Gen, Genequintana, Genequintana. That's the best guess that I have. Despite the fact I can't pronounce your name, we appreciate you. And Prince Bubbles 74. Hell yeah. Thanks, Al. Thanks, Al. Yeah, it means a lot. It does. It's, I didn't think we'd have so many followers. We have thousands and thousands of downloads and like 11 people who religiously religiously follow us. That's So thank you guys for being there. Appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah. All right. That being said, let's feel free to hop into some news. Hell yeah. Yeah. So to start off the week, a little Nintendo Labo news, actually. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about the Labo when it first came out and before it was coming out. It was like pretty... It's, uneventful it's so it's the diy video game for the switch it's the diy like it's cardboard that you build and it does stuff and it's like i'm not super interested so i was never like let's invest a hundred dollars into this right um but either way if you don't know what it is look it up uh because i'm not explaining it other than diy gaming um this week nintendo announced a new version of the nintendo labo kit the nintendo labo ToyCon 04 vr kit Hell yeah. Uh, The kit will be easy to build, and it's Nintendo's hope to be the first VR experience that families can build and share together. Uh, It will release Friday, April 12th, obviously only compatible with the Switch. I have to assume this is going to look similar to Google Cardboard. Yeah, it does. It does very much so. I 
think this is cool, though. I, I I'm think very into it. Yeah. Because obviously, uh, for those that don't know, I don't know if we were doing the podcast back way no, back when. we weren't. Um, I found out that Google Cardboard was a thing you could just get for like 15 bucks or f- I think it was like five bucks the first five. time I ordered. And you put it together and it's got some lenses in it that you put your phone in it and your phone can then do VR with uh, the, the Google Cardboard app. Yeah. And it was super neat. So I, I bought it as like a, a joke kind of thing, like how good can VR really be off my phone? It was phenomenal. Yeah. Like, I mean, okay, it's not world changing, but, you know, for someone who <laughs> grew up in a time of the uh, virtual boy, <laughs> this was yeah. significantly less headache inducing. I had a virtual boy. I, I believe you. I think Joe still has one. I had Wario. It's all red and it hurts. But so that was really good. I wear glasses and then now. <laughs> for 15 bucks, I got a plastic one from Walmart that would fit my gi- ginormous freaking phablet phone. Yeah. Um, And that had adjustable lenses and that worked even better. And it yeah. was amazing. I still think that so, the Google one is like really cool. It is super cool for being cardboard with a couple of yeah. pieces of plastic in it. That's why that's also why I think it's good is that it's cardboard. It's not like a big chunk of plastic that eventually is just going to kill the planet. It's like it's cardboard. Yeah. You're done with it. It's you really cheap. Biodegradable. It. <laughs> Set it on fire. Yeah. Use it to start your campfire. Yeah, it's fine. You can use the lenses in it to light it on fire with the sun. Like, <laughs> so I have, I have actually have high hopes for this because yeah. I don't know if you guys haven't seen, uh, game theory did a really good video about why the Nintendo switch is potentially going VR. Mm. This was ages ago when the switch first came out oh. because the right Joy-Con has an infrared on the bottom of it that can sense like spatial awareness. <laughs> Ooh, bless you. Bless you. That not to mention that the Joy-Cons easily have the best in haptic feedback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. As far yeah. as controllers are concerned. They're also very If you combine that with the fact that I can have both my hands free, have the headset in my on my face basically. Mm-hmm. If everything can it's, be wireless. It's set up perfectly. Yeah. For it. Yeah. See, the way the the Labo VR kit looks like to me, it looks like a virtual boy setup so like you gotta like lean into it Ooh, but i mean that's this i'm gonna is be like, this is like step one to a vr kit right step one but google made step one ages ago yeah well Nintendo's all they need to, to do is like mount it to your face nintendo's trying to follow suit and they can't it's really hard to put a switch that's twice the weight of your phone to your face with just cardboard I guess. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It is. They got to work out the kinks. They got to make a, like a motorcycle helmet out of cardboard. Yeah, absolutely. And then just you put it on that. Or just start selling motorcycle helmets. Mm. Someday I'll get a motorcycle. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that that will release Friday, April 12th. Uh, they didn't want to do another 420 release. No, Come on, guys. I know. Stupid. That'll be sick. Um, Next up. <laughs> I have seen the face of death. Yeah. Okay. Can I just preface this one? <laughs> Can Please I just, do. You're our expert on the subject. I just need to preface subject. this one in, in my notes for this one because I've gotten like really bad sleep this week. So I feel like I'm on a whole other planet. No. Uh, the My alternate title for this headline for our notes was going to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny to me. So since Sonic the Headshot, am I right? <laughs> since everyone that is uh, listening to us, you obviously can't see these <laughs> I no, I put horrifying these, pictures. I put these pictures into our notes, hoping that we could describe them because it was really hard to like get myself to do it. <laughs> so I figured I would just include them for easy access so, for us. 
the face and body of the live action Sonic the Hedgehog have uh, has been revealed by the ad agency for the film's producers. Yep. Uh, Hamagami and Carol Incorporated. Um, yeah, it's he's kind, I like, OK, I okay. first so, of all, I kind of like it. <laughs> this first shot, just the basic headshot with like the half body looks a lot more terrifying than the second shot, which is more closer to what I would expect a more live-action yeah. Sonic to so look like. So he's furry, but his fur also looks kind of thick, like it could be quills. Like, we know that it's fur, but it also just looks like really thick fur. Like, it doesn't seem that crazy for a hedgehog. He's blue and he talks. I don't understand why people are so concerned about the realism of this. Honestly, that the two pictures you have up for the notes look significantly better than the monstrosity I saw earlier. <laughs> So there's that. And I, okay, a lot of people have been making edits and they'll change his eyes a little bit because in the in the actual pictures, his eyes are very round and kind of cartoonish in a not classic Sonic way where people are editing it so that it's more of an elongated pupil and the color part and his eye area is like taller. So it kind of looks more like a classic Sonic. And I, I do like the edits, but also... You know what? You know what throws me I off, I think, is care. that OG Sonic had the hands are much bigger they're than large, the hands yeah. they've given to yeah. New Sonic. Yeah. They've made things more. They're not even proportional. Is my I think I, the hands are my biggest issue. They're very kind well, of with strange. New Sonic because you know they're, it it's because they gave because your hands like the size of your face. Well, they also they gave New Sonic human body Sonic head. Yeah. Basically, it's kind of weird. I like him though, and if you look, I included the the picture of him with where he's looking straight on, because you can see it more clearly in between his eyes, which are individual eyes, because Sonic has individual eyes. The whiteness that connects his eyes is goggles. Yeah, they've proven that a million times over. But in between both of his separate eyes is a tuft of white fur above his nose that makes it look like the goggles, and you can see it a little bit. I'm more wondering clear if, in that smaller if this picture. is the studio trolling on us. By oh, releasing so. pictures of him without the goggles, and when the movie comes out, he'll put the goggles on and look fucking fine. Yeah, maybe. Because, like, they have to be self-aware, right? They were the ones who released they need to be. the shadow of him, and everyone freaked out. And then they released the creepy legs picture on the San oh, Francisco God, Bridge. Yeah. And it's like, they they have to know, right? And, you know, somebody on uh, that I follow on Tumblr earlier said, the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise has been making fun of itself for the last 20-something years. They're not going to stop anytime soon. And I was like, shit, that's fair. <laughs> it's always kind of been like a joke to everyone else in the gaming community because it's Sonic the Hedgehog and it's really silly. It's not really that surprising that this would also be silly. This has to be better than Sonic Boom Rise of Lyric. <laughs> it has to be. It better be. <laughs> it has to be. I don't know. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> I think still going to go see it. It's still going to be a flop of a video game movie like every video game yeah, movie is. But I think he's cute. And I, I had a moment earlier when I went to Google um, the I, I didn't know who was producing and directing the movie. And I Googled it and the Wikipedia page was like, hey, remember how Jim Carrey is going to be Eggman? And I felt like I was. Oh, my God. I forgot. about that. <laughs> I felt like I was in an ultimate universe for a second. Like, was this a lucid thought or are we just are you are you just trolling me? No, that's real. I know. <laughs> no, it's 100 percent real. It's like the weirdest fuck. T 2019 isn't a real year. It really is. <laughs> We're skipping like right over like anything that's possibly real in yeah. this life. So. 
if you want to get a better look of this Sonic, he's everywhere. He's everywhere. If you're not on like other social medias or anything, just just Google Sonic the Hedgehog 2019. Yeah, I'm sure you'll find at least three or four that aren't porn. Um, <laughs> oh my god! But that being said, the Sonic the Hedgehog film does release November 8th of 2019. So I'm excited for it, honestly. Yeah, I'm. A little nauseous. I'm going to go see it. I don't care. I've loved Sonic since I was like three years old. I, I support Sonic and all his endeavors. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there. <laughs> may I? You may. Oh, good. Uh, the PlayStation Vita. Let's take a moment of silence. <laughs> for the fact that the PlayStation Vita, not Windows Vista, has been officially discontinued. <laughs> Sorry, I'm out of tune. Uh, so the Vita first launched in Japan in 2011 and maintained a less than stellar reputation for the next almost eight years, <laughs> being beloved by some, but seemingly hated by the general public. Sony's PS4 sales have been enough to sustain the company financially, and Sony may be looking at more PlayStation Now feature over another handheld device option. Honestly, Sony did a lot of innovating with the PlayStation Vita. The yep. back touchpad, incredible. The was problem, a back touchpad. Yeah, what there the was heck? a back touchpad to that game. I there never was had a system. Vita. There was um, whole, there was so much to the Vita that I just never. There was understood. so much hardware crammed into the Vita. I had a PS. The Vita was the PlayStation equivalent of the Wii U. Yeah, where it had a lot of innovation packed into it, and not enough developers on board to work with that innovation to make it something anyone gave a shit about. Wait, which came first? The PSP. Oh, okay. PSP came first. Uh, I forget when the Wii U actually dropped. Oh, I meant Vita or oh, PSP. Oh, Vita. Or, yeah. No, the PSP came first. And let's let's be real. The best handheld that Sony ever put out was the PlayStation Plus Go, uh, PlayStation Portable Go. PSP Go that like slid together, collapsed. That console still sells for a shit ton. Oh. I bought one for, they didn't take the UMD um, Discs, carts. Yeah. They, it hmm. was strictly download only. Oh. So, and it was so small, so compact. I had Persona 3 on it. And I just I would keep it in my pocket. Mm -hmm. It was like when Sony tried to make the Xperia play phone. It was like that, but without all the phone buttons. <laughs> it was so good. I think it had a good weight to it. It was so nice. Yeah. And then it got stolen from me. No, I've only paid 50 bucks for it oh. when I got it. And then it was stolen at work by some asshole. The worst. And now I can't find them cheaper than 100 bucks. Yeah. On like that Amazon, sucks. eBay, whatever. So we still have a, an old school PSP 2000. Oh, my God. That needs a new battery. Like the battery functions. But boy, does it not want to hold a charge for long, <laughs> which stinks because we have some of the titles that I wanted to play for it, like Final Fantasy VII Crisis mm -hmm. Core. We have a bunch of Pia, uh, Vita games just randomly. I think your brother had them. And then when we moved in together, he was like, I don't know what to do with these. I'm going to get rid of them. And I was like. I'm going to hold on to those. You never know. I might be able to sell them to somebody who has a Vita and they've just been sitting. Vita or the for... PSP games? They're PSP games. No, they're Vita games. Are they? Because yeah. Vita uses the tiny like SD cartridges. Oh, whereas yeah. the PSP. It is. Yeah. No, they are. They are Vita games. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's weird. like Metal Gear Acid and shit like that. One of them is Spider-Man. But they've just been. I've lived there for almost three and a half years now and they're just been in the same location since we moved in. So it's like I'm never going to do anything with them. And nobody has a Vita anymore. <laughs> 
I might take a look at them. <laughs> That's please. You take can them. just have them and please determine them. if you're going to get rid of them or not. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm please. fine with that. If you throw them away, it's not my problem. Anymore. I know people that have stuff. So yeah, either I can procure one for myself or yeah, I, I'll know someone who will want games. Right. Yeah. One or the other. But it's, so anyway, that's I, I feel like Sony's probably making a smart move with this one. Like, look, Nintendo won the handheld game. Period. Oh, absolutely. With the, with the new 3DS, they won the handheld game. And then they came out with a switch. Yeah. Forget it. It's over. And the clamshell 2DS. Hell yeah. That was the <sighs> yeah. best decision they ever made. Oh, man. Second best right after the uh, Game Boy Advance SP clamshell design. Yeah. Honestly, the thing still slaps. It does. So good. Slap <laughs> shut. Just yeah. It's the greatest. Anyway, so sad sayonara to the PlayStation Vita. Yep. Uh, it was a system whose innovations outweighed how much people gave a shit about them. Yeah. Right. Someday people will look back and be like, look at how innovative this was. Why I, did nobody jump all over that? I see what you did there, keeping it Japanese cultural sayonara. Yeah, I try. I try <laughs> to be appropriate without appropriating. Why? I don't know. <laughs> anyway yeah so moving on from there because i don't care uh, uh yeah a <laughs> uh, little e3 news um not surprising e3 news actually mm -mm. so ea is the latest uh developer hosting whatever uh to officially drop out of june's e3 to focus on ea play its own annual sh showcase that begins friday june 7th which like haven't they been doing e a play forever have they ever been part of e3 yeah or? they've always been oh. part of e3 so yeah what i read might be different than what you read uh because i read that ea is not doing a sh like a full-fledged like no conference not, yeah. showcase but they're they not still gonna that. have a booth there's oh i don't think so no i think i was reading the article you sent me probably uh but it was like they're not doing the whole big fucking party thing yeah. they're just doing like a shit ton of game streams to showcase things, which is great because then people can attend from home and not have to pay a lot of money to go to E3. Convenient enough that article was the first thing that popped up on my conversation with you. Great. Yeah, they'll be seen but not heard. <laughs> um, company announced today that it will be forgoing uh, its standard press conference at the event. Oh, so they're still going to have yeah. presence there, but it won't be Christmas. Yeah, it's uh, more... EA is one of those companies that should be seen but not paid for. Yeah, mm. pretty much. And you know, what? I think that's why they're doing it too, is because they don't want to hear all the people in the crowd. That because like... they, I feel like they, if they're like most other game companies right now, they're probably like, we're just gonna skip E3 because we. Everyone if there's is. one thing we learned from E3 2018, it's that no matter what you say, people hate you. Right. Yes. And it's not just E3, like uh, uh, EA. It's not even like everyone just... was already salty with EA about. Battlefront 2. Yeah. Right. But it's not even just games. It's everything. Yeah. It's everyone everything. would just rather hate everything rather than yeah. appreciate anything. Yeah. So but they're all gonna go away. That being said, EA Play will be very uh game streaming heavy, probably to showcase a lot of new games. EA plans release in the next year, much like a press conference, yeah. but spread it's out their throughout own. like a week. Uh Sony also said last year that they would not be participating in this year's E3. We yeah. know it's been confirmed. Yeah. Um, I, I'm they're, really they're doing the Sony experience this year. So mm -hmm. like I'm really yeah, and they didn't do that uh they didn't do it last year. year. I'm really confused because I was looking at the dates for E3 in June and it said that it's June Tuesday, June eleventh to um Thursday the thirteenth. And I was like, hold on a second. 
isn't it a week long thing and it goes to the weekend? Well, when you lose but when I, 50% of your people. But like I looked at the calendar and it's literally 11, 12, 13. There's nothing mentioned about the weekend. There's no mention of like when people are doing their press conferences or or showcases on the weekend. Yeah, and I was like, what the hell by is now, happening? We would have even heard about, we would have heard when Bethesda's doing it. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on. I'm going to keep an eye on it though, because I was really confused. I was like scrolling through a calendar on the computer and I was like, June. Okay. No, that's definitely the right dates. What's happening? Yeah. <laughs> I was so confused. So yeah, moving on from there because E3 is slowly becoming yesterday's news. E3 um, is pretty soon just going to be the indie development conference. Yeah. Which is fine. Perfectly fine. Plenty of good indie developers that deserve a conference. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, moving on from there, from one indie dev to the best indie dev. Yeah. Uh, some Death Stranding news. Um, specifically, Hideo Kojima has reported that Death Stranding is, quote, a little bit behind schedule, unquote. Uh, the game has fallen behind Kojima Productions' internal plan release date, of which no one else has been made aware. <laughs> So they said, we have a goal, but we don't want to tell you what it is. And then they're like, it's past our goal. To be fair, we fucked up. Kojima's like the Willy Wonka of video games. Oh my God, he really you is. You know he makes games, but you don't know how. No, it just happens. Um, what is that? That's Kojima Studios. Exactly. <laughs> nobody ever goes in. Um, nobody ever comes out. Kojima <laughs> said, quote, it's common for studios to fall behind their planned release date. And Death Stranding is very slightly behind our initial plan, but not behind by much. Um, he also shares the difficult nature of creating a game because it is, quote, only visible inside me and says that a new game is high risk. He also did mention that because it's an open world game. Yeah. So, like, making an open world game adds that extra bit of difficulty to to all that yeah. development. Yeah, because when you, like, if you think about it, if you just have, like, one line of, of plan... You just have to plan for that. Right. But if you have an open world, it's like, I have to plan for if this person's going to do this quest and then that quest and then that quest and then this quest. And and just having basic stuff moving on or in the background and yeah. all that stuff. So it, it's a buggy system, as we know. Well. Especially <laughs> the three of us from playing a lot of open world games, even if they're open world linear still, mm -hmm. like, we know. Yeah. I still have like two or three open world games I need to go and, back to. And there, I just want to say like really quick because I just thought about it. There's a very big difference between like a good open world game and a bad open world game. And I hope they can hear him. Oh, if you guys can hear Bosco, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure he's going out for his walk now. He's just very and excited. Also, Al's probably here. Yeah. Um. But like, okay, so think about the fact that in, say, The Elder Scrolls Oblivion or Skyrim, there are certain quests that you like side quests that you cannot complete because if you complete them too early, you will fuck up the main story. Done it. Many times. Where in say Horizon, uh, it doesn't give a fuck. It doesn't care what order I do things in. It's just going to let me keep doing that because that's what a good game is. Like <laughs> so I I understand the need to be like you have to plan for that to happen. You can't have be like one tiny mistake in a side quest will fuck up your whole game forever. Right. You can't do that. Not when so much is riding on Death Stranding. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I've been waiting for this game since there was the basic teaser trailer. When it was just naked Norman Reedus on a beach with a fetus. Yeah. Norman Reedus and the, cre the crazy fetus. <laughs> yeah. Um, that being said, there's no word on the new release window for Death Stranding. 
But Eventually. We don't know if the release window that Kojima's talking about is the one that they said, or if it's the release window in his crazy-ass brain. Yeah. Um, but if it comes at all in 2019, we'll be excited. If it doesn't come till 2020... Yeah, who fucking cares? I will I'm wait. still going to wait. It's going to yep. be my Kingdom Hearts 13. Yeah, I'm going to wait until 2025 if that's what it takes. I don't care. I want it to be good. I want video games to come out and be finished. And all of the developers that have seen it, like Gorilla Games and all of them have, who have demoed it. Yeah. They're um, like, holy shit. I think like, it was this is an amazing game. One of the producers of the Metal Gear series, he had demo it. And he was just like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to it whenever it decides to come out. Yeah. Uh, Agreed. That's all I have, unless um, you want to talk about this last little mini tidbit. I just saw a video on Facebook of, um, what's it called? Little Friends, Dogs, and Cats. Little Friends, Dogs, and Cats uh, was announced for the Switch um, to be releasing soon, bunny quotes, which uh, it just looks like a really modern Nintendogs for the Switch. Oh, jeez. I don't don't think it is like a Nintendogs successor. I don't know, but it looked really cute and I kind of want it. That was it. I don't know when that's coming out, but soon. I figured I'd mention it in case anybody really liked Nintendogs and wished that it could be on the big screen. But that is actually all I have. Well, that's then. it. That's, that's what a it. week. Well, I'm done. What a week it has been. Hey, you know what I that didn't be- do today? What's that? I didn't quit. <gasps> Morgan didn't quit today. I quit. Good news. No. Oh, no. we'll see you guys again next week thanks for listening to our special 100th episode thank you to everyone who has been listening thank you to everyone that has helped us thank you for listening to season one of this week in gaming my god (laughs) we're supernatural oh jesus and in that case we'll see you again next week for episode 101 out of the vault (laughs) yes till then later This Week in Gaming is a Yeah Dude Gamers production. Pre-production planning and show outline by Sarah Green. On-air organization and mediation by Morgan. Post-production audio and mixing by me, Josh Needham. If you enjoy this podcast, share it with your friends. And check out our other podcasts, AV Underground, a show where Watson and myself discuss the struggles of getting started as a content creator. We often interview up-and-coming streamers, writers, photographers, and other content creators about their thoughts on getting started. Or Health and Mana, where Annabelle and I review multiplayer games and discuss how gaming ties into our relationship. This podcast has been brought to you by the support of our Patreon backers. To become a backer and show your support for the show, or to find out more about Yadude and what we do, check out yadudegamers.com. And hey, thanks. Thanks.